Join Edwin Frondozo on the Business Leadership Podcast every week for a unique program featuring insights and actionable items from the world's most successful business leaders. Hear firsthand the exclusive interviews and personal journeys on how today's transformational leaders made it to the top. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast. My name is Edwin Frondozo and I am your host. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever, wherever you're checking this out, thank you for taking the time. I know your time is valuable, so I do appreciate it. You, I had the opportunity to sit down with Imran Khan. He leads the global innovation and design for TD to guide TD's innovation ecosystem, supporting their customers, their colleagues, and their communities. I mean, before this role, he led TD's North American digital experience, supporting almost 100,000 colleagues and 15 plus million digitally active customers. He was also, by the way, president and CEO of UGO Mobile Solutions, which is a TD Bank group company that drove innovation, new digital business models, as much as that sounds great. What I was really geeked out about is that he was an engineer for the F-22 aircraft. So that was super cool. But on today's episode, on today's conversation that I share with you, we talk about the importance of work-life balance, especially in this fast digital world. We dig deep. We talk about AI and how TD is leveraging the technology to create personalized experiences. And he mentions to me why customers really value, really want rewards and loyalty. And with that, here we go. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast, Imran. Glad to be here, Edwin. Well, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm super pumped to learn about you, your your business leadership style, and, and more about some of the projects that you're working on. I, I know you're working on a number of things, but why don't we just just get started? If you could actually introduce yourself to to us, to the listeners, tell us who you are and what do you like to do when you're not leading leading a business? Hey, awesome. So I'm I'm uh, I lead innovation and design for for TD Bank. I I, I always uh, you know I kind of grew up with a passion for aerospace. So maybe a little bit about my background. I'm not your traditional banker who you know kind of grew up in the bank. I, I I actually my first job was working on the F-22 aircraft, which was my dream job. Um, it was in the middle of the dot-com era, so I, I kind of was seeing all these startups around me, all this excitement. Um, I got to see the first flight of the plane, and it was amazing. Um, but I said, I got to try this startup thing. So I, I joined a startup that was based in Silicon Valley. I showed up in a suit and tie. I had no idea where I was. The guy, it was a <laughs> house. There was a guy in shorts taking out the trash, and he's like, hey, are you here for an interview? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And I realized I was way overdressed. And uh, we ended up having an interview at a coffee shop. Uh, and I, I decided to take the job. And uh, and that started my sort of tech career in, in the Valley. Um, and I stayed there for, for many years, first half of my career, which was an amazing experience. I saw the boom. I saw the bubble burst. I learned so much. Um, and, you know, I probably worked on mobile for like, you know, for, for like 10 years in that environment. Um, and then, 
you know, when I joined the bank, the bank didn't even have a mobile app. So, you know, I came from, you know, sort of this environment where I'm literally working on mobile for 10 years to an environment where it's much more conservative and risk averse. Um, and I have to say, while I was in the Valley, I, I, I always said to myself, I, I could never see myself working at a bank. And somehow I ended up at a bank. Um, but TD yeah. has amazing uh it's a phenomenal culture and obviously you know we've done a lot on the digital front uh in terms of my personal life you know i i, I have three young kids uh, that takes up a lot of time um i have to say so uh, uh you know i haven't had as much time for sort of personal hobbies but uh you know i, I definitely uh sort of share some uh, some hobbies with them you know tennis uh, basketball love to play sports um uh, you know, very much like that. My kids have just recently uh, got really into uh, Pokemon cards. And oh, wow. So that's like it's something I never thought I would learn anything about, but I'm learning a lot about it and uh, uh, probably spending way more than I should on uh, on, on Pokemon cards. But uh, that's a what's little bit about me and my uh, my background. <laughs> what's, Imran, what's the, best, what's the best Pokemon you have in the family? <laughs> Oh wow! Good question. Uh, I do know that, and it's a it's a card. It's a it's a, it's a Charizard card. Um, but I, I have to say, I recently won a plush toy at one of those games. Uh, you know that you can play. So it was the, yeah. The milk, uh, the milk can toss, and uh, boy, was there a lot of pressure. I had to win that thing for my kids, and so uh, I'm glad we we were able to get one. Amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing, and and it's always interesting to hear the past. And, and the journey that a lot of our guests get to, to, to a position where you are leading innovation within TD. So why don't we talk about that right now? Like, what is your current responsibilities now? And what are you trying to accomplish over the next six to 12 months? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we have, uh, you know, it's two things. It's uh, innovation and it's design. Uh, design is a more mature sort of function in the bank. Um, and it's really about co-creating with customers, applying design principles to everything that we do, whether it's product creation, creating new experiences, innovating, all of that. The innovation side of it is really interesting. You know, we have had a very robust innovation ecosystem at TD for a long time um, and generated a lot of um, new innovations into the market. What we're seeing now is the trends around us are evolving faster than ever before. Customer expectations are changing at a rapid pace. And so it's really about taking the good that we have and scaling it, uh, you know, scaling it as much as we can. And so building that rigor, that structure around it to really scale what we're doing uh, and, and, uh, and, and building on the wins that we've had, you know, and using a customer-centered approach to do that, so we're 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 building that out right now, and uh, you know the journey ahead is quite exciting. You know the bank is is very supportive of innovation. It's something that we uh, you know that we definitely uh, want to put more focus on. Yeah, oh, that's great. Um, something just came to mind, and it's something you mentioned at the top, coming from the startup industry and going into traditional finance or or the banking industry. And I was just just to note here, and this is for you and also the listeners. I actually was a tech recruiter about ten years ago, so I always understood. You know, um, TD actually was one of our clients. So funny enough, um, you know, and 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 you did a lot of tech, working with startups, but I know. 10 years ago, it was a challenge attracting key talent uh, and retaining them as well. And one thing you mentioned at the top was even yourself didn't think about going to a bank at the time. So, you know, what, what are the challenges and, and how are you and your team and the organizations able to, 
to turn that around, even for someone like yourself who never thought of being there? Yeah, it's a great question, Edwin, and it is something we think about every day. I mean, uh, recruiting in this space is uh, is more challenging than than you know it's 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 just as or more challenging than ever before. And so, we what we find is you know by sharing our stories, it's the people that we have that really are the key to attracting new talent. People want to work with people that are like them, people that are you know passionate like them people that are competent, you know, and so they, they really want that. Um, second thing we find is really important is that, that the ability to have an impact, um, you know, and I think in financial services, there's such a significant ability to have an impact. And it's really on us to tell that story. You know, when I share my story, people see that and they go, oh, well, if you did that, you know, tell me how your story was like, tell me how your experience was like. And so I'm like, you know what, actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought. In fact, it was a great experience. You know, this is an organization that really embraces innovation and new ways of thinking. And people gravitate to that. They want they want more of that, you know. And so so we found success in that. Um, you know, we're competing not just with banks, we're competing with every industry. You know, this kind of talent is not just sitting in banks, it's sitting in all kinds of companies, you know, whether it's tech or media or healthcare, whatever it might be, you know, there's talent everywhere. And so that's, that's, uh, that's our mindset around talent is really, you know, we've got to compete wherever it is and, and we've got to create a meaningful experience where our people can have an impact. Yeah. And, and telling the stories in hearing, you know, people like yourself come from a tech startup industry and bring all this, you know, knowledge and experience and maybe some of that hustle culture, right? But one thing that I know I have friends both in, in enterprise, you know, large corporations and also within the startup, but maybe you could really quickly share in terms of even the lifestyle. Like you have three children, as you said, and maybe that's not so conducive in a startup culture, right? Like talk, talk to me as how that helped you within your family and the balance as well. And, and maybe for those who, who, who want to join. Um, yeah. You know, you know, I think um, work-life balance is very important for us as an organization. We, we hire people. What I find is the folks that we have almost always are incredibly passionate. I mean, they want to make an impact. Um, and so, you know, you, you don't really have to worry about, you know, are, are they going to work hard enough? Like, that's not something I'm worried about. They're, they're, they're always 100% on. So we have to actually put more focus on ensuring that, you know, our team members are focused on their own personal wellness. You know, they're spending enough time with their families, having that balance, uh, you know, with work and life and, and, you know, and still having an impact. And we believe that we can create an environment that's unique and different from a startup where you might be 100% always on. And it might be difficult to have family because, you know, you're, you're, you're always on and connected. Uh, but I truly believe that that balance in life allows you to be even more successful in what you do. And we apply that, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, everything that we do in our culture, and our people, um, and, and they see that and they really appreciate that, that balance. So, so you're, you're absolutely right. You know, it's, a, it's something that differentiates us. Yeah, and, and having a nice balance, I know for me as well, I, I'm a very big proponent to life balance because, you know, me being happy brings, I get better as a father, a husband, as a, as a, podcaster as a business entrepreneur as well so it's definitely great to hear and, and thank you for sharing um, what's what's really interesting and something I don't think about right away when I think about 
the banking industry or the finance industry is AI. And I, AI is a technology that I'm, you know, I'm super interested. We see it everywhere, right? You know, whether it's in the gaming and in the devices that we have. Um, so I'm keen to know, like, what is UTD, your organization, looking to do uh, to leverage that? Or maybe you, you guys are ready. Like, like, just some shit, some light on that. Yeah, for sure, Edwin. You know, we we did recently launch, and I'll share. Maybe I love to share examples, so I'll share an example of one thing that we did. We created personalized experiences within our mobile app uh, using AI, helping customers understand what's going on with their balance. You know, things that they might not um, see themselves. So the technology helps them see it, and we had to really work with customers to understand sort of what are some of the unearthed needs. Because the initial reaction is it might be a little uncomfortable, you know, if you predict their balance because they're like, whoa, that's a little too much magic for me. I don't like that. But once they know that, hey, we have all this data, that's what they're seeing anyway in their app, they start to go, yeah, you're making my life easier. I really like that. And so what we did was we used AI to create more of this sort of personalized experience where the customer could discover the new things, get advice, that sort of thing. If you think back like 10 years ago, a lot of apps were about self-service, right? So you come in, it's like, I need to do a task. I need to buy, you know, toothpaste and get it delivered to my house. I need to pay a bill. So it was really about that. But if we're going to drive more engagement, we believe fundamentally that we have to use data to help customers discover new insights, help give them advice so that they're coming into the app just to look around. They're coming in to see what's there for them, what's available to them. And you know, we do believe that's going to be the next wave of engagement. That's going to drive the next sort of step-level change in engagement, particularly in financial services. And, and we think that's fundamental, fundamental equivalent, you know, equivalent to when the mobile app was launched, because that drove a lot of new engagement. Uh, and AI will play a huge role in that because of the intelligence that we can get from AI. Um, and I, I want to do a shout out to Layer 6. We did an acquisition of Layer 6, which is our AI division, and they play a huge role. They bring the expertise. So we work very closely with them to, to build these models and uh, ensure that you know, we get the best possible outcomes with them. Uh, I mean, that's really great to hear. I know, I know for myself, when it comes to banking, you know, whether I go in person or not, and by the way, I, I, TD is, is my, is my business bank account. So, and, and our personal one with, with my wife. So we're definitely, uh, you know, uh, excited to hear about this stuff. Um, but I know my interactions with TD, you know, for better or for worse, if you go to the bank, sometimes they're just offering the same thing. And that's not data driven, right? It's just something that, you know, we have to promote within our, in our role and stuff. So I like to hear that when it's going to be specific to what I need or what you're seeing. I think that's very innovative, right? And, and it makes me curious to, to really learn more about that. So that's really cool to hear. One thing I noticed, though, Imran, and maybe you could share this with me. I saw this link on my TD app, and it's like it says my TD rewards link. And, and I wasn't too sure what was going. Is that is that that what you're just talking about? It is part of that. It is uh, an extension of, of what, what I just discussed, our AI experiences and data-based experiences, because rewards and loyalty is, is, is one thing that you know, customers do want to know about. You know, they want the data. They want the insights on what's going on. And so we call it kind of MyTD Rewards. It's, it's, it's basically a loyalty hub. It's something that we've recently innovated in the bank. Um, and we launched with a partnership with Starbucks. So Starbucks is kind of a new partner that we launched with that loyalty hub. And we've seen very good engagement with that. And again, customers are just, you know, they're seeing it. 
they're curious, they want to go in, they're getting insights on their rewards and on their loyalty. And we've got, um, you know, a lot of engagement. People can do a lot within the experience and there's a roadmap around more that we want to do. But essentially, you know, if you think about loyalty and rewards, it's something that customers engage with a lot. I mean, there's a lot of sort of brands that customers engage with and relate to, and we want to be connected to that ecosystem. And so this uh, experience gives us the ability to be connected to that ecosystem and give customers another reason to use, uh, you know, their TD-based products and services and, you know, our mobile app driving more engagement. So we see a big opportunity around uh, around loyalty and rewards. So, so that's really interesting because when I did go into, <laughs> into, into that my TD rewards link, I did see the Starbucks link, and I think I just clicked it. I, you know what, Imran, I had no idea what I was doing, but it, I think that engagement is like, oh, I'm going to click this. There's something about Starbucks, and because I do have the Starbucks app, so I guess it, it linked it up together. But basically, that you know, that type of engagement, and not only understanding that, oh. So it links to my TD, and maybe I'm going to accelerate, and you know now I'm going to go back to my app after you know after our chat and see what's going on. But that 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 was really intuitive, I would like to say. So that's sort of kudos to you and your team in terms of in terms of uh, putting that into into place. So I appreciate that. What what are you able to share any other loyalties that might be down the pipe coming in for the listeners, or is that something on the wrap still? Yeah, it's still it's that's still on the wrap, but we have a lot of partners coming up, and uh, we'd be happy to sort of come back and share that uh, with you when we launch. You know, I was so excited about Starbucks. I have to say, I really wanted to share. You know, Starbucks, and 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 everybody at the back was like, "No, Imran, you can't, you can't, you can't talk about it yet." So we had to wait yeah. until it was launched. Um, but you know, you said it. I mean, you know, people collect stars, and you can, you know, you can accelerate the number of stars that you collect. And if if you like Starbucks, like you know, I like Starbucks, and so it's a great experience. I linked it right away, um, and so uh, you get that extra extra uh, incentive to to engage. And by the way, thank you for being a customer. I know I, I, I uh, you know, you mentioned uh, personal and business banking, so we appreciate your uh, business for sure. Yeah, happy, happy client. So I appreciate that, uh, and happy to support, of course, right? Um, so I just wanted to quickly get into and really find out more about you as being a business leader, leadership podcast. People are always interested to hear different, you know, views. Yeah, and and how they accelerate or, or how they progress as a business leader. So, I, 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 like, what are the things that you do, Imran, like, to ensure that you are always adjusting and continually to grow as a as an effective business leader? Yeah, for sure. You know, I I look for unique and different ways to develop myself. But personally, for me, I like to connect with people. Like, I find you know, if I can find experts in the space and connect with those experts. And it doesn't always have to be connecting directly because you may not have someone in your network that you can easily connect with. Sure. Um, so it could be through you know third-party content, that sort of thing. But just seeking out experts that really know uh, you know er- certain areas, certain spaces. You know, AI. You know, there's experts in this space. Connecting with them, talking to them. In our case, you know, we're fortunate to have Layer Six, so I can connect and meet with them. Sometimes it's external experts. Um, you know, I can do that. Most recently, I joined an organization that has, it's called its called Young Presidents Organization. It's YPO. Some of you may have heard of it. Um, but I found what a great way for me personally to learn because I get to connect with these, these presidents and CEOs of companies and learn from them. And I find, you know, they are experiencing everything. 
everything in their companies. And so I, I, I get to see kind of what they're doing and learn from them uh, in terms of how they've developed their personal leadership styles and their skills. Um, so so that's that's my thing. Um, you know, I've never been an avid reader. I, you know, I have to admit, my, my kids have probably read more books than I've read in my whole life. <laughs> they're, they're like, uh, I, I don't know where they get that. I think if they get that from my wife, you know, they, they love reading uh, books. I'll read articles, circulars. I'll engage in podcasts like this one. Um, you know, I think those are, for me, you know, those have been just great ways for me to learn and, 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 uh, and develop my personal skills. Um, and then you apply it, you know, you apply it in practice, you get feedback, you talk to your peers, your, your, your team members, your partners, um, you know, and really collect, uh, you know, that feedback so you can learn more about yourself. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And I know peer organizations like YPO, it allows um, business leaders to get out of their own bubble, right? Because sometimes we're always thinking like, oh, this is very unique to me. And then you get into a room with like, other people like yourself and like it, it gives you insight and you have people to bounce those out and, and I just want to share that because I do I am part of a number of organizations as well in different mastermind groups where you know you just got to get out of your own head sometimes and 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 gain a lot of insight and you come back kind of energized right to your to your job to your role so shout out to YPO for sure um, fun question a bit um, if I were to ask your you know, your team, your colleagues, or your peers, you know, what's the best leadership quality that Imran possesses? What do you think they would say? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll share, um, you know, they, they would, there's probably a few, you know, one thing I'll share just for the benefit of the audience. Um, this isn't my answer, but it is one of them, but is, is being approachable. You know, I think that I found that so important because I learned so much. If I wasn't approachable, I would be really worried that my team isn't open to talking to me about issues and I would have a hard time effectively being a leader because I wouldn't have the insights that I would need. So being approachable, I find is really, really important. And I know my team would say that, but the one I'll pick is uh, empathetic. I think that's uh, so important. Um, and, you know, if I was going to self-reflect, you know, that's certainly something that I hear from my team. In fact, you know, we, we've recently done this exercise where I've collected this feedback and, uh, you know, so empathy is really important, you know, empathizing with every individual. I do it, I would say if I was going to reflect, I do it to a fault. You know, like I, I sometimes I create way too many exceptions for people and, you know, that can create other issues. But, um, but I find it's, uh, it's, a, it's a trade-off well worth it because you're really personalizing that experience for your team and you're empowering each person with uh, you know what they need to be truly successful on, a, on an individual basis, so I try very hard to empathize with each individual's needs and uh, enable and empower them to be as successful as they can possibly be. So yeah, that, and, that's and, my, and, my secret superpower. If I was going to yeah. say that, there was one. Yeah, no, I love it, and I think you know the combo that you mentioned, being approachable and empathetic. I think that's a that's a good one to hit combo actually, because it'd be nice to be empathetic, but if you're not approachable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'll be empathetic from afar, I guess. Um, so I think I think that's a great leadership quality, especially for those who who, who are looking to to improve and, and you know get insight as well in terms of you know projects and roles and things that they're doing. Um, it's been a blast, Imran. I'm, I'm really having I'm really having fun. I'm really learning a lot. But before we end, I'd love to I'd love to just get maybe some of your final thoughts, observations, or ideally, I'd like to get. Any actionable recommendations that you can share with our with our business leaders today? Yeah, you know, my uh, the biggest one I would say, and I've 
you know, I think if you're in an organization where, you know, innovation matters, particularly, I think this is, you know, particularly important, but I would say important for everyone is, you know, I've found that you've got to let people make mistakes, empower people, give them freedom and flexibility to own whatever they're doing. And, uh, you know, this is something I talk to my team about, my leaders about all the time. You know, in, in this world, there's going to be enough resistance around us. You know, we're de- especially in a bank, you're dealing with compliance, re- you know, a lot of regulations, things like that, that are important and you want to manage risk. But as a leader, you don't want to create more barriers. You know, you want to empower, enable, uh, and, and allow your team to, 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 to do things and maybe even make mistakes, but learn from those mistakes. Um, because, you know, if I just tell someone, hey, look, don't do that, they may not do it, but then they may not also learn because if they were going to do it, they would own that and they would, maybe it's a mistake and then they would, they would uh, but they would learn from it. But I often find too that sometimes I may think something doesn't make sense, but if someone's really passionate about it, they'll make it work. Um, and they'll find ways to get, let their own ambition, you know, allow their ambition to, to help them be successful. And uh, we've seen magic come from that. So that would be my advice to everyone on the podcast today is like, hey, empower your team, you know, and you'll see some amazing outcomes. Yeah, amazing. And, and it comes to like a, a quick conversation that we had before we press record in terms of, the, you know, talking our children being winners and losers, I think trying and empowering whether they're young humans or someone individual in our team i think that that's that's a huge lesson and i appreciate that i love how it circled back here Ron. that that's great um but to close can you tell us where we could find more information about you td or some of the some of the projects that, that you're working on yeah for sure i mean i would encourage everyone to check out td stories uh it's on the web um uh, you know, we share a lot of insights, information, you find a lot of great content related to what I just talked about, um, you know, and, and particularly what we're doing, you know, whether it's in the space of AI, digital, new digital experiences, uh, you know, we talked about MyTD Rewards, all of these things. Uh, we share a lot of content around that and, uh, and, and lots more. So I'd encourage everyone to go there and check it out. And uh, uh, hopefully uh, you find something that you can relate to and get value from. Amazing. And we'll definitely share the links in the show notes today. But Imran, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining us on the Business Leadership Podcast. Sounds good. Thank you, Edwin. Great experience for me too. That's it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Leadership Podcast with Imran Khan. If you want to learn more about Imran TD specifically he talks about TD stories or anything else that we mention please go to the show notes below or go to the business leadership podcast slash 160 that is the business leadership podcast.com slash 160 for episode 160 thank you again for taking the time if you haven't done so yet or you're just learning about the business leadership podcast please do subscribe, like, and comment on your favorite podcast player. I do appreciate you, and I see all your comments, and I love to read them. So thank you for all those who've been supporting. I hope you're all having an amazing day, morning, afternoon. Thank you again. Edwin signing off. Thank you for listening to the Business Leadership Podcast at thebusinessleadership.com. Help me.